ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. I'm Janice Porter, and I'm your host. And today, my guest is Karen Joseph. Karen is a transplanted New Yorker who started her networking business in her new home of Arizona over 12 years ago to help her husband's business. I know there's a story there. We'll have to dig in. She is a natural networker and entrepreneur and quickly grew her own organization from one chapter in the southeast part of Arizona to many chapters throughout the U.S., Karen, as a former teacher, really focuses on teaching her network members and has an educational segment in all of her meetings. If you're looking to learn more about being a master networker, you will love this episode. If you're looking to expand your networking ventures, check out her organization. She welcomes guests always and we'll find more, we'll point you to how to do that at the end of the podcast. So welcome, Karen. Welcome to Relationships Rule. Thank you for having me, Janice. This is very exciting. I love meeting new people and love talking about networking and building those ever important relationships. Absolutely. So let's go back to you moving to Arizona, New York. You're a New Yorker. And once you're a New Yorker, you're always a New Yorker, right? Even though you (laughs) moved out West. So when you were in New York, um, were you you weren't networking then, right? You were teaching. I was teaching and then um, home raising my own little babies, my kids. Right. So. right. Yeah. So you know networking, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Networking, um, connecting people is something I have done since I was a child. I remember when new children came to school and that new girl in the class and I'd take her under my wing and be like, oh, come on, you know, you have to meet Sally over here. She likes to play jacks just like you do. And So it's definitely something I learned from my parents. My parents were the exact same way, always made people feel very welcome and always connected them with other people that they thought they should meet. You know, we're kindred spirits because I used to be that girl at school as well. And, um, And I think that's where people today even say to me when we've had, you know, high school reunions or we've had situations where we're meeting people again that we haven't seen for a long time. My friends say to me, Janice, who was that girl that blah, 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 or, you know, what was her name again? Because I'm the one that always remembers as well as the one that was always making sure that everybody else was taken care of and feeling comfortable in a situation. And I got it from my mother too. My mother was the ultimate networker, although she didn't know it, she was. And um, I think there's a, there's a Yiddish term. I think it's called Yiddish, the uh, balabaste. Do you know that term? The balabaste? Yeah, the balabasta. Yeah, sure. the, the ultimate hostess, right? And that was my mom. And so yeah. I, yeah, I kind of think of it that way. So when you, um, when your, your husband started his own, was it a franchise, I think? Yes, yes. He bought a franchise. Um, he was tired of corporate America and worked at the same company 25 years from the time he graduated college to the time he left. Yeah. And he wanted to be his own boss. So I was like, yeah, the more power to you. 
and you weren't nervous about that. That's awesome. <laughs> you had two little kids, right? Yeah. I, you know what? I just wanted to change. I yeah. felt like we had lived in New York all, pretty much our whole lives. Um, and I felt like there's a big world out there and why not go for it? So yeah. that's awesome. It was so, a pretty bold move. It was, it was. Um, so you saw that a way to help your husband was to help with his business and start to get the name out there for his uh, franchise, correct? Sure. Yes. That's okay. what I told him I would help him with his business. And besides answering the phones, which, yeah. you know, I did, I could not fix a computer at the time. I yeah. still can't. Yeah. I barely turn one on. Now I'm better 14 years later, but um, <laughs> I realized, you know, I wanted to meet people and my passion has always been bringing people together, building mm -hmm. communities. And I love learning and I love teaching. Yeah. So that's really what I wanted to do was to help entrepreneurs and learn and grow and prosper together. So your uh, organization, which grew out of one chapter in Southeast Arizona is called Seven. And I know there's a story there that started with the chapter. So sure. do tell, do tell. So when we, when we first started, we were an all women's group and I'm all about including everyone and everything. I said to the ladies, Hey, what should we call this group? And one of the gals said, how about the Southeast Valley Entrepreneurial Network? Because we are located in the Southeast Valley of Arizona, Chandler, Arizona, and the name was great. Everything was wonderful. After about a year, some of the ladies said, hey, I live in the West Valley of Arizona. Can I start a seven networking chapter there? And I was like, you know what? They're going to do it. So why don't I get the systems in place and make it easy for them? So that's what I did. And once we were branching out of the Southeast Valley, we couldn't keep the name Southeast Valley Entrepreneurial Network. Right. But we wanted to keep the seven, the S-E-V-E-N, because that's what we were known um, in Chandler. So we put our heads together and came up with supporting and empowering the vision of entrepreneurial networking. It's quite a mouthful. Yes. Um, even my members, I have members who have been members for six, seven, eight, nine years. They still can't remember what they all those call it seven. <laughs> we're just known as seven. So, but we are a very, very supportive group um, and very empowering. You know, I have members, like I said, who've been members for years and they've come to us years ago and, you know, we're afraid to stand up and tell people what they did. And now they just can't stop talking about what they do. <laughs> you know, that's really special. And, um, and it's so neat. It's so exciting to see people grow and especially yes. women who have, you know, come from being probably stay at home parents for a while and then starting their own entrepreneurial venture and having to learn all of these um, skills, speaking, um, uh, talking to, to other people about their businesses, doing their infomercials, all of the things that go along with having your own business. So I'm sure it's very satisfying for you to see that. That's, that's very, very special. Yes, um, definitely is. And we're co-ed now, which is exciting also about probably nine years ago. 
Yeah. Um, men wanted to come. They, they, well, they first asked me if I was going to start a men's group. <laughs> and I was like, no, I said, but you can come to our group. So we're co-ed and it's been, it's been great. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I know as you, the first time I met you, I was referred to you by somebody special to me. And, um, I was asked if I would uh, talk to you because you were looking for people to come and support your education piece at your uh, event or at a series of events over um, a week, I think, in your different chapters. And it was all about podcasting. And as I have a podcast that you're on, um, you you said, yeah, come along and see, you know, what you can contribute. And it was really, really cool because what I loved was that you had your um, followers, your members, your, your um, uh, community uh, learning from people who now you brought new people in and you had members who also contributed. And um, that's how you teach new things in your chapters. And, and can you speak to that? What kind of, um, do you do something? Of, is it weekly? Well, it's, um, it's every other week. So we do meet weekly, but one week a member presents their business and then the following week, we do an educational, okay. Okay. educational, uh, I call it a round table discussion. Yeah. Um, I want everyone there to be able to participate in it. And yes, it's been great now that we've been on zoom since March, you know, got to find the silver lining with COVID yeah. is that we can bring more experts into the meeting. Yeah. Like, you. I mean, you're in, you're in, uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Yes. You're in Vancouver. And for you to fly down to Phoenix, I don't think you'd be doing that so quickly to come and talk with us about podcasting for right. you know a right. bit of time, but with zoom, we can invite people in and share knowledge. That's what it's about. You know, things I don't know. I might know something the next person doesn't know and so on and so forth. So that's been a huge part of our community and a huge part of um, growth. You know, as business owners, we all need to grow personally and professionally. If we're not moving forward, then we're moving backwards. Exactly. You know, it's interesting, um, as you met, just mentioned, of course, you had to, to use the phrase that everyone's using, pivot um, your in-person networking for a while because things shut down and so on. And, and so you took to the internet like everybody else did and, uh, and everybody had to learn different etiquettes and different things that, that you can do when you're online as well. Um, have you gone back? Will you always have a, um, an online component? What's happening? Sure. Well, we always, we did have an online component before COVID. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. We've always okay. had some virtual meetings, which has been nice because some people can't get to a meeting. Maybe they live in a remote area. Right. Maybe they have kids at home or, you know, so on and so forth. But what we found is that it's really brought our seven networking community together being on Zoom because members from the East Coast mm -hmm. can be networking with members from the West Coast. Um, we launched a seven networking Espanol chapter last week and oh, that leader is in Mexico City, but people came on who speak Spanish from all over the world. So it's been really neat. We are going to keep a lot of our meetings virtual online, but I need to see people in person as a lot of our members do. So we do have one meeting now that is meeting in person in Arizona. Some of our other chapters throughout the United States are going to stay meeting on Zoom, but 
once a month, they're going to meet in person okay. just to get, you know, both the belly to belly and the face to face. Um, but there's nothing like seeing your friends in person. I mean, it's just a wonderful, wonderful feeling. It's for sure. For sure. It is. It's just so, I don't know. Everyone's got their own, um, uh, level of comfort with what's going on. And so it's, it's different. I'm, I have uh, two daughters and one lives here and one lives in California and she's actually been up here for a couple of months uh, because her work is now online. And, um, and it's been so nice to have my girls both here. It's sure. just it's so special. And uh, my, uh, it was just Thanksgiving here in uh, Canada in the beginning of October. And, uh, and so for the first time in a very long time, my entire family was here. My immediate oh, family. Yeah. So it, it was, it was really special. So, um, so I get that, but in terms of going to meetings, I don't know. I like wearing my sweatpants and, and not putting heels on and not driving and paying parking and all of that. So I've gotten, I think I was more into it beforehand as well. So it wasn't as much of a pivot for me, but this morning I was just talking to a woman in England who um, we're going to do some work together. So again, it just makes it like it's right here, right in front of you. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So it's good. Um, so um, what has been, or what do you find is your favorite thing to teach your entrepreneurs? You know, like, I know that you have a different topic that you choose every, you know, month or every second week that you deal with, but what do you find that, you know, the, the newbies, the people who need to take it to the next level, how, do, what do you bring to them to help them? What's the most fun thing to do or the best thing to teach them? Well, I have to say, I love it all. Okay. But I would say time management is huge. Okay. Um, I was a teacher, you know, before I had my own kids and yeah. that really helped me in my business now because you got to keep that classroom moving. Yes. You got to, you know, keep the day going. You got to fill in every single time slot. And, and did you have to do lesson plans? Sure. Of yeah. course. Of yeah. Course. And, um, I, I'm very big into time management. I can get a lot of stuff jam packed in my day just by doing things, you know, systematically and getting things done and not wasting time. So I think that's been huge. Um, we're going to revisit that again, hopefully next month or the month after, because as the holidays approach, yes. Yes. people get caught up in, you know, all other kinds of stuff when, they really need to focus on their business. So. Yeah. yeah, I find that that new entrepreneurs in particular, they don't know how to balance. Um, and, and sometimes I find that they are, they're not treating their business like a business. True. Right? It, it, they have to get to a certain level or they have to um, uh, commit to the fact that it is their business and treat it as such. Because, right. you know... I noticed that when I book appointments with people or, you know, people can't commit to the next meeting or whatever, because they just aren't treating it that way. And by that same token, and this is a pet peeve of mine. If somebody books a meeting, they need to show up. Yeah. Well, you know, ahead of time that they're not able to make it and they don't mm -hmm. value your time or give a good impression if they don't do those things. Correct. Correct. You know, occasionally an emergency comes up. I oh, do yeah. understand that, you know, of if a family member is ill, but yes, but you know what? 
let let the person know you're not going to be there. Yeah, now my that, time is valuable as well as yours, right? And sure. so you need to understand that. Yeah, totally. Those are just a couple of things that drive me crazy. Um, so um, I noticed, okay, I, I've only met a couple of people from your network um, beyond the meeting. And they both, the, the women that I'm ta thinking about, had great senses of humor and were very funny, just like you. And so I know that you attract good people and fun people to your organization, right? Is that one of the rules of seven? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a motto in life. I tell people, if it's not fun, I don't want any part of it. There you go. And I think I've always been like that, but also being a cancer survivor, you realize how precious life is. And I believe you can have fun and you can network and you can build relationships at the same time. Yeah. You know? So I, I didn't yeah. know you were a cancer survivor. When did that all take place for you? That was about 20 years ago. I had a melanoma on my arm. Yeah. And my daughter was two at the time and now she's 22. So thank God it's, you know, they, Doctors I know. I've had a couple and... of those too, but um, I know it's, it's scary, but it, it, if that's what it taught you as well, that's the best lesson ever, you know, that you've got to enjoy life and you've got to enjoy the people that you're surrounded, you know, you have exactly. to enjoy the people that you're working with and that you're surrounded by for sure. So um, you told me, we spoke before and you told me, and I've forgotten it now, your favorite quote and oh I, yes 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 my favorite quote is don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today and i think i looked it up and i sent it did i send you a card with that quote on it or did i tell you it's by um i'm sure i sent you a card it's by uh i think it was eleanor roosevelt or teddy roosevelt or one of those oh, really no i did not know that okay i'll do it again i'll double check it okay because, yeah i'm pretty sure i did but Sometimes I get, go from one thing to the next and then I forget. So I apologize sure. if I didn't. Um, are you a reader or are you a video watcher or are you a Netflix junkie or no, no. Don't read? No. Okay. I do everything, you know, in quick spurts. Yes. The book, it has to be very short chapters and it has to really keep my attention going. Um, so, yeah, I don't, my life is here, there and everywhere. I don't sit much. <laughs> oh, you sound like my granddaughter. I can't keep up with her. She's she's 15 months and she never stops. She's like the Energizer Bunny. Anyway, yep. um, what would you say um, is is a is a lesson that you like to teach your entrepreneurs, your community that um, that well, you said you know don't, you said about not letting days go by in terms of uh, your um, your motto, but there must be something else being a teacher that you want to make sure that your entrepreneurs uh, sure. know. And I think it's, you know, to build those relationships and then nurture those oh. relationships. Oh, use it my ears. Time. Yes. Because people forget, they forget about the people who have helped them get to where they are in life, in business. And we always have to remember, you know, the people who helped us along the way, maybe you know, we have to reach out to people and just reach out to them and say, hey, how are you doing? Anyone that you've met over the years, because, 
you never know, right? You never know what kind of door could open. You never know what they might be going through in their life, that that phone call, that card, that email, that private message might really just lift them up. So nurture, nurture, nurture those relationships. Yeah. You know, that's, that's so music to my ears because what I see is uh, I work with a lot of, um, entrepreneurs and a lot of realtors and mortgage brokers who are sales professionals and they're always looking for the next sale they're always looking for the next prospect and they don't nurture their past clients who could bring them referrals and if they've forgotten you they're not going to refer people to you and why have they forgotten you because you haven't gone back and said hey how are you doing merry christmas happy hanukkah um how are your kids i noticed this on facebook and see that you had a new baby congratulations be part of their world so that you are top of mind when people um that they're talking to need your services. And so to me, that's a huge piece that gets lost. And people look at you like, well, you know, but I always like to tell the story of a friend of mine who, and this can apply to anything, but mostly realtors and mortgage brokers, um, sold three houses in 15 years because they were moving up in the world and they were in the same area and they used three different realtors. Why? because not one of them stayed connected. Well, and that reminds me of a story. When we moved to Arizona, I found my realtor online because I didn't know anyone here. Um, I reached out to her. We wound up buying two houses when we moved here because we bought a house for my mom as well. Yes. And I found my houses online. I mean, I basically did all of the (laughs) work. work. She made the money. It was a time when prices were super, super high. Have I heard from her since? No. Wow. Yeah, I know. There's there's like what they used to say, there's 8,000 stories in the Naked City or 8 million or whatever. And in the old days, um, it was a TV show before your time. I think it was the Naked City. That's what it was called. It was like- Oh, really? That one I I haven't heard of. (laughs) Yeah. And it's true, like, you know, that's, that's your own personal story of it. So would you use that realtor again? No, of course you? not. No. My daughter's buying a home now and she's using a realtor who, you know, I thought would be good for my daughter, a good match. And yeah, yeah that's, you know, someone I network with who I've known for years, built the relationship with, yeah. go out to lunch with, you know. So tell me, tell me one other thing. So I, I, I'm curious when, when you probably teach your entrepreneurs to do this, but when you do this, you know, how do you connect people? What is it that you do to make the connection? Do you say, oh, I've got, I know you probably don't, but I hear this all the time. Oh, I've got a connection for you. I'm going to give her your number. Yeah, that that doesn't work. No, that doesn't work. (laughs) That goes, you know what? I like to use Facebook Messenger a lot Uh um, because it's easy. You can see when people have read the message and I connect people a lot through Facebook messenger. I mean, you know, emails, people get so many of them and so many of them just seem to go to the, uh, the junk folder, but Facebook messenger, that's my, that's my go-to. If I call someone, you know, maybe I'll sometimes call someone if I have the other person sitting right there with me Mm. here, you know, talk to so-and-so that works as well, but yeah. And then when I do connect people, it's nice to hear back, you know, from them and, you know, for them to tell me their stories of how 
they've started to build the relationship. Yeah. So the lesson there, of course, is that, you know, if you're going to connect people, first of all, I think that you have to do it in a way that will, uh, that they will easily be connected. And secondly, um, people need to remember that, again, they need to thank you because when you connect people in your community, you are giving a piece of you away, right? And you want to make sure that, because um, I know for me, I hold my co- connections very close. And if I'm going to s- suggest somebody be connected with someone in my community, I want them to act accordingly. I want them to appreciate it. I want them to know that it was special that I did that. Sure. Not because of me so much as, well, that didn't sound totally right, but um, I just mean it to be, you know, I come from my heart when I do it. So I just want you to honor that person, you know, and, yeah. and the, and the and opportunity. treat that person well, you exactly. know, and be nice yeah. to that person, be kind to that person, because it's your reputation on the line as well exactly. when you make that connection. Exactly. Awesome. So one last question I want to ask you, and I, I, I have a favorite um, word that I use all the time, and that is curiosity. What are you curious about? I'm just curious. What are you curious about? (laughs) Well, I'm always curious about people's stories. I love to know what makes them tick. I love to know, you know, why and who they are, what they are, why they're doing um, what they're doing. I was a sociology major in college and I love the human interactions. It's it's exciting to me. I, I basically love people. And I'm always curious to hear about their lives. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Well, this has been a delight, Karen, because I know we think alike and it's all about people for you and connections and educating people and giving them something to better themselves with, whether it's for their business or for their personal life. And I have to say one quick story that I loved about a Facebook post that you did. And and it was... a probably a month or two ago, and it was really, really hot. I mean, it's always hot in Arizona, compared sure. to <laughs> yep. but you had posted that it was cooling off and it was 106 degrees and you were making soup. And I, I had to laugh because it's all relative, right? It's all yeah. relative. Yeah. 106 degrees. You'd never find me in the, in 106 degree weather. Well, you know, we have, we have seasons here. We have three seasons. It's hot, hotter <laughs> and hottest. <laughs> so. That is so funny. And yet if you were to go to New York in the summer, it's so humid there, right? As right. not as hot as Arizona, but humid. So it's like, I'll, as, yeah, I'll yeah. take the 106 here because it doesn't feel as hot it's and hot. sticky as it does in New York. Definitely. Oh my God. That's so funny. Anyway, thank you so much. Now, where can my audience find you? Oh, yes. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, which I haven't been on in many months. So I'm, okay. so I need to get back on there, Janice. You have to give me a push. Absolutely. Um, but yes, Facebook, Karen Joseph, Seven Networking on Facebook, and also our website, www.s-e-v-e-n.org. And I'd love to connect with you. Absolutely. I will put that in the show notes and I actually can't wait to come back and visit again. I'm trying to get through a bunch of stuff and then I'm going to start 
branching out again. And one of the places on my list is definitely seven.org. So thanks Thank again. And I appreciate your time and your expertise. And thank you to my audience for always being here. If you liked what you heard today, please visit Karen's um, website and check out her networking organization and leave me a review and let me know that, that things are still going well. I appreciate you. And remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share out this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.